Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Luxury Healing, baby. <laughs> Luxury healing means that we mind the business that pays, right? I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have buyer's remorse. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me feel good and, and going places that make me feel good and continue that resonate. Living is a luxury, don't you think? When we're talking about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury. So when we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? <laughs> and when you're in an unhealed space and you go to jail, that costs money. You know, when you're in an unhealed space and, and you're doing things, you know, to your kids or you're, you're not paying your child support or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. y'all I am here and it is um our Valentine's Day show now last year apparently I did something a show called uh ghosting on Valentine's Day and that was funny because woo child how far we have come but today is February 16th 2022 um and we are going to do our Valentine's Day special and I got that from my niece Britt Brat out in LA So y'all know that cuffing season is officially over. In addition to Super Bowl Sunday, we have the Super Bowl of cuffing season, which is Valentine's Day. So if you did not get your time spent, your dinner, I ain't talking lunch, bitch, he's supposed to come get you for dinner unless he's on like some remote location in Bahrain or Dubai somewhere without another woman. Um, yeah, you, you knew what time it was on February 14th. Um, and so the issue that I have is now I'm starting to see a lot of the pores. And, and again, poor is not necessarily your financial backing, but I'm starting to see a lot of you brown Langmores. And if you're not familiar with the term Langmore, please watch Ozarks. It is the family that lives in a trailer park, Okay. Uh, I don't believe in trailer trash or just, you know, keeping people specific to a genre of housing community. But I will say, if you're going to be a trash box person, I'm going to call you a brown Langmore, bronze, if I'm feeling special. I'm starting to notice that a lot of men are having difficulty with Valentine's Day because now, A, you don't have nobody. 
because you sat around and you got yeast all over your balls all year round when you was messing with everybody and their girlfriend and messing with this little internet girl and that little internet girl. So failed relationship after failed relationship. And y'all can sit here to you blue in the face and say, I ain't want none of them hoes. Well, they didn't want you either, obviously. That's why you ain't even get a goddamn gummy bear for Valentine's Day. Y'all got them same raggedy-ass text messages that you've been getting. Okay, hey, happy Valentine's Day. Motherfucker, where's my shit? Now, one of the reasons that I have such an issue with men commenting on this now oh-so-commercialized holiday is that everybody in their adult life knows this fucking holiday is commercialized. We know that Sweetest Day is commercialized. We know that National Boyfriend and Girlfriend Day is commercialized. We know that Steak and BJ Day is motherfucking commercialized. We know it. Give me my fucking 60 seconds then. Give me my Pepsi commercial. Light my hair on fire. Do something. A lot of you men don't understand, and I've written about this in my book. It's called The Grandiose Gesture. Y'all know y'all put us through absolute hell, the hell, the entire fucking year. And that's not to do with cheating. That's just to do with just being in a relationship, being in a partnership. If you are a fucking asshole 364 days of the fucking year and, and, and vacation too, right, Give the girl something nice on fucking Valentine's Day. Buy her some fun. Make her feel special. Send some shit to her fucking job. Stop making posts as a grown-ass man talking about, yeah, you know, niggas is sending flowers to bitches at work and they still cheat. And so the fuck what? That's between her and him. What the fuck that got to do with you? You mad? You upset? Everything okay? And women. Oh, this was the other thing you men were doing. Now you men are attacking the women saying, all you bitches do is post y'all stuff so y'all can make other bitches feel bad. Now, will I agree with you that there's about 5% to 10% of the younger, perhaps, population or even some of the Miss Earlene's that post shit to let the other bitches know who's number one? Absolutely. Absolutely. But guess what I'm going to tell y'all? As they should. You motherfuckers knew what time it was when you was messing with Mr. Cecil and when you was messing with Mr. Henry. You knew what time it was. You knew he had a girlfriend. You knew he was messing with somebody. You knew he wasn't. Listen, even if a motherfucker don't tell you, because, you know, a lot of men don't like confrontation with you bitches because you're fucking unstable. We just did that show last week. And shout out to all the people that listen to that show because I try to only do a show when I have something thoughtful to say. When I'm in a rage or I'm in a space where it's not good, I try not to do a show because what's going to come out, I I don't like to function in emotions unless I feel like it's going to be important or useful to someone else. Okay, I've been trying to keep that to myself and, you know, work on it within myself because that's some of my shadow work. So I'm very pleased and honored that you guys listened to that show last week because I thought I was going to get a lot of backlash for it about how – a lot of black men are unstable and you're not suffering in silence because you have the tools and the help and you choose not to do it. You find other ways, like any other addict. And a lot of black men came forward and were actually pleased with the show. And so I'm very thankful that a lot of my shows are still getting to people the way that they're supposed to. So thank you all for that. And my girl, um, Saf, you know, she just sent me uh some information where she was saying that, you know, not one lie was told because y'all know I don't like that. I've been a proponent and a, not pioneer, but I've been in the trenches with this mental health thing 
for well over 20 years as far as trying to make sure that people had services and make sure that people knew where to get help and, you know, would literally stop anything that I was doing to help somebody in need, and I have, and that's been proven. That's why I get the respect that I get. But um, at some point, you got to take matters into your own hands. You know, at some point, you got to remember to take your medication. But back to the Valentine's Day with you unstable Negroes. So now y'all are picking on women, saying that women just show off just to make other girls mad. You know what's crazy about that is that I love, like, I literally, it's, and even when I was single, I loved waking up on Valentine's Day and going to the Internet, seeing who got what. It didn't matter if I knew that she had just, you know, bust him in the head the night before with a bat. It didn't matter if I knew that he had just ripped her weave out the night before. It didn't matter. I want to see what your – and y'all know one of the most hood couples that I love is is Ari and Moneybag Yo. I love their love. They're young. They're wealthy. They're a beautiful couple. You know, I think she's beautiful. I think she has a beautiful shape, and I think that she is learning. And also I love her because she's a cancer. And see, one thing about a cancer, honey, you ain't going to never outdo no cancer. Child, listen, a cancer, girl, she she bought money bag. Yo, I, I think it was like 30 acres for his 30th birthday. And it's not just about the money. It's the thought that went behind it. Bitch had like a damn couch delivered. So I love to see the way that he loves on her because very rarely in our communities do we see reciprocity. You'll always see the dude either doing too much and then she get him a bunk-ass bear, you know, or you'll see, you know, a, a, a woman go all out for her man and buying him Jordans and all the so crazy shit and then he get her ass some some roses and take her to dinner. Bitch, we could have did that on a Wednesday, but if that's y'all language, I love it. But what I love about Moneybag Yo and Ari is that their love is reciprocal, and we in the black community do not see that level of wealth. We do not see that level of just straight up, I love my girl. I don't give a fuck what happened yesterday. I don't care what happened next week. And so to have men sit there and negate anybody that showing somebody love in a time of fucking COVID, in a time of a financial uncertainty, in a time of inflation when shit costs money, motherfucker, go catch me some doves or some shit and put them in a, a garbage bag and let them go in front of me and say that, that our names or something. Name a planet after me online for like twenty nine ninety nine. Do something, you know. And a lot of people have to understand that whatever your love language is, which my language is, you know, there's a there's a love language that's missing, and one of them is money. I crave stability. So my dude, I'm, I would never say never, but is not the type. Like, he did go get the flowers and stuff like that, but my dude also is responsible for the two orange bouquet of heart flowers that were bought for me, I think, way back in, like, August. They were, like, $500 a piece, but they last, like, the whole year. And I was like, oh, you can get these, and then you just don't have to buy me flowers again for the year. And then he went, like, to, like, Target and got me some flowers and, like, my little card and stuff like that, even though we had already – we had our Valentine's Day situation all planned out um, because we travel together. So, which this, you know, location's undisclosed. But um, we had a photo shoot. So let me just give you an example of reciprocity. 
And it doesn't always work with all Negroes because some Negroes are Langmores. So, like, I had a couple months ago because I knew that there was a big event coming up in my, you know, significant other's life. I said, you know, we're going to go get you a suit made. I know an Italian suit maker. I said, let's go out there. I love to see a man standing on that block getting that suit made. It just, it's just so comforting. It just makes me happy. And I mean, my son's done it. This is, these are things that I do because I've been married, you know. And again, I've had healthy black men and Hispanic men, Latino men raise me. So it's just not an experience that every man gets to have. Just like not every woman gets to have a dressmaker. You know, my mother was a seamstress. So I had, um, dresses and things like that made for me. So I stood on that little block. So first I had him a couple months ago, a suit made, some James Bond shit, which is, the you know, the images that you see on my Instagram and on my Facebook, so at miss.d.scott. And I had him the suit made. Um, him and my son got suits made at the same time, so my son got his prom suit made too. I went, I got a dress to match. Then there was the photo shoot. I said, I want to celebrate you. And this had nothing to do with Valentine's Day, but the, when I got the pictures, it was Valentine's Day. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just, because I wasn't even going to post them. Like, I wasn't going to, you know, y'all know I don't really do that. So, I mean, you might see a side view or some shit like that, because, you know, Negroes is embarrassing, you know. <laughs> you know, and I don't ever post any of the stuff that he got me. But y'all, just so y'all know, I was taken care of. I was. I, I definitely was. I like jewelry. Um, that's what I was always taught. I like um, diamonds. I like I like a lot of things. I like black stones. So, you know, I always will choose jewelry. And he'll say, okay, that's what you want. Okay, here, take the car, go get it. Okay. But we have bigger things coming up. So when he saw those images at that photo shoot, and especially coming from a man who I don't care what anybody says, has been traumatized in relationships and has trauma bonded with people and has had some letdowns like the rest of us had. I know for a fact y'all hoes wasn't doing no shit like this. Not because you didn't have the money, but it just wasn't in your repertoire, and that's okay because it's in mine. But like I said, I don't worry about I, – I, I make my resume so impeccable that if you choose somebody else from my job, let her have a job in because you're going to get a substandard employee, and I don't mean to, you know, talk about it like that, and then I can move on and take my resume elsewhere. When you do right by people, you should never feel stupid for being reciprocal, or you should never feel stupid for, for giving above and beyond. The only time you should feel stupid is if you know a motherfucker wouldn't do it for you. Whether he had the money or not, if he wouldn't do it for you, then you 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 got to meet each other. Y'all got to start, you know, you, you talk about it enough in the Bible, but women, you have to start being equally yoked to men, too. Men, you have to start being equally yoked to women. If you know that motherfucker work at Taco Bell and you work at Lockheed Martin, mm, I don't know. I feel like on some level that's probably not going to work. It's not about the financials. It's not about the money. It's about the mindset. What happened that this person couldn't get a job? What, you know, and, and, again, there's nothing wrong with working at Taco Bell shit. At least you got a job. There's a lot of you bras out here that thought you was just giving away coochie coupons for Valentine's Day, and that's not fair. It's not. He gets the same pussy every single day. Did you at least get you a little booty plug or something? Did you do something? Okay, your little whip or something? A threesome is not a gift. A threesome is an invitation to get your ass whooped. In my relationship, it would be at least. 
some people, that's their thing, you know. So let people do what is for them. And especially as a man, don't comment on what another man, oh, couldn't be me. We know it couldn't be you, Quan. We know it couldn't be you buying a woman a G-Wagon filled with roses. We know it couldn't be you, okay? You still doing shit at the Dollar Tree. You still fucking with Dollar Tree assholes, in the words of my girlfriend. So stop. So, so while y'all are out here trying to shame people for showing reciprocity on the Internet in a time that we need to see black people in bubble baths and black people in Iceland and black people enjoying themselves, all people in general. I love to see all love, but I especially love to see black love because you know why? We don't have the representation of it. When have you ever seen a woman be loved without suffering first? Think about it. Every time a black woman is associated with loyalty, it's associated with what she had to endure first. I am not put here to endure a motherfucking thing. You going to give me my flowers, tools, and all that shit up front, and I'm going to do the same. These are transactions so that if I have to leave you or you have to leave me, one thing I would never, because I'm a business person, so I don't want nobody never say I owe them nothing. I don't owe you a motherfucking thing, okay? So <clears throat> in addition to the Valentine's Day, I'm going to actually post <laughs> And it was from a black designer, too, that I got um, our other gifts. So I got a ton of shit. I don't like to post my items because I don't like the IRS. Uh, (laughs) I don't like to be robbed. And it's just a security safety issue for me, and I don't have a security team. I do. It is my security team. It's just us. But we very much feel loved. We very much feel appreciated. He very much you know, said to me yesterday, thank you for being patient with me. That means a lot. Like, it means a lot. If you knew the baggage that we both carried into this relationship and just the the ugly things that we had to deal with in this relationship. And so another thing I want to address is you women. And I used to be like this, you know, I'll, you know, I'll post my screenshots and DMs and messages. It don't matter. All you're going to do is make her get a bigger gift. You know, and you man got to be careful. You know, you guys want to run around and call yourself kings and gods. Kings and gods ain't that weak. I don't let people have access to me because not a lot of people. I have, like, my inner circle, my sisters, my family, um, my child, of course. But I don't let a lot of people have access to me because I'm a god. I'm a goddess. If you could touch God every day, is that really a god? No. You got to go elusive on these holes sometimes. And then they wouldn't think that they can text you whenever they want to. Because the first thing a bitch going to do when she feel like you slipping away, and I had to deal with that with people that I dealt with in other states. You know, I had to completely block them out my phone. Like, yo, I'm in a relationship right now, and I don't need to tell you that. I just don't – I need to just block your number out the phone so that you can't call on some random 4 o'clock in the morning type shit like, oh, I thought you just got off work fucking up my relationship. Now it makes it look like something it's not, and you doing that shit to be funny. Because you do some shit like that to me to be funny, I'll be hilarious to show up at your apartment off Westheimer. Don't fucking play with me. Talking about I left my motherfucking um, swim cap in there. Okay? Don't do that. And so we have a lot of women that because they're angry or they're trying to act like they didn't know what time it was, that is the one day a year that the realization is clear. No matter what that man tell you about that woman that he live in the house with or that he can't stand so much, he still was with her. He still gave her her, her, her just desserts. He was reciprocal. 
and that woman probably ain't even have to open her legs, but you're going to bust her wide open for her. Because at the end of the day, like I said, just make sure anything that you do is reciprocated. But stop being angry at people for being loved because you're in a space that you're, that you're not being loved. Love is a choice. Love is not just an emotion. It is a choice. I wake up every day and have to choose. Am I going to mush this motherfucker in his head or am I just going to let that shit ride, get up, make some breakfast, and then we're going to be all right because the motherfucker just hungry? He's going to do a lot. He has to make the decision every day. Am I going to allow her little raggy-ass attitude or am I going to call her a raggy motherfucker knowing goddamn well I'm not? And then 20 minutes later, ask me, do I want to go get something to eat? This is adult shit. This is an adult show. I would never sit here and tell you that, you know, oh, my God, everything is love and roses. I know about every any girl that you can think of that my dude put his hands on, mouth on, penis on, all that shit. I know about it. You're not going to come and tell me nothing that I didn't know about. Now, if you come and you tell me that it happened yesterday or another day, okay, maybe we have something to talk about. But for the most part, you broads have to learn that a man's not always going to tell you, yes, I love somebody else because he's not trying to hurt you. So even though y'all might not have worked out or y'all had y'all time, he doesn't owe you to say, hey, I don't feel like putting my penis in your mouth anymore. I'm not going to do that. What the fuck you got to tell you that for? And they do that to keep the lines of communication open in case I decide one day I want to be an asshole. Guess who gets to come do my job? You do. And then guess what he's going to do the next day because he don't know where the fuck I'm at. Could be in L.A., could be down the street. I don't know. I live in the house. Guess what he's going to do the next day? Be right back. Now, we don't have these type of cheating issues, which, like I said, when girls be like, oh, wow, I can't believe you celebrated a year with him because, mm, mm, what? Motherfucker, I was out there pimping, too. When I said one-year anniversary, that was like the time that we had our first little date. We didn't sleep with each other until later after that. And then after that, I told him, I said, you got 90 days to clean up your mess. Now, I, I found out about some little things that he was doing that he should be ashamed of. Because, motherfucker, your self-esteem must have been really low. But at the end of the day, these women, I don't disrespect these women because it's like, shit, he, that's what he did at the time. That has nothing to do with me. I wasn't there. Thank you for your time of service, <laughs> just like the military. Thank you for your time of service, how much we owe you. Are you good? And he functions in the same way I do. He tries to take care of people in the way that he can or, you know, whatever they need. You need a ride, you need a short, whatever, whatever. That's not tricking. That's him, you know, being reciprocal. Right? So that when it's all done and over, can't nobody be upset, hurt, nothing of the sort. I don't even let people have access to me because of the point that I don't ha- I've never gave you anything, so I don't have to be reciprocated anything. If I don't feel like talking to somebody anymore, I don't have to because I never slept with you and I don't care. You know? But, again, we have some men that just won't let go. And these are the same men that be on the Internet every week talking about, yeah, Valentine's Day is this and Valentine's Day is that. Look, if you went and got her something nice and she didn't get you shit or she was out with another man at Applebee's or some shit like that, that's your problem. You didn't make your intentions known, and y'all don't get to just at the last minute throw a blitz, okay? Y'all are asked one day out the year to make her feel special, and if you can't do that, then this ain't for you, and it doesn't matter if it's a commercialized holiday or not. Christmas is too. I don't celebrate Christmas. You celebrate your birthday. What are you doing, celebrating failure every year? What? Mediocrity every year? 
So don't, as a man, pick and choose which holidays you want to celebrate because your fiduciary responsibility is a little bit different. But then don't be mad at somebody that you see on the Internet that's spoiling his woman because he loves her. You don't need to point out, oh, yeah, but I seen that day last night in the bowling alley. That ain't none of our business. Maybe she into that shit. You don't know. That's why I just mind my business and eat my food, you know. And now that cuffing season is over, you're going to have these motherfuckers out here acting a goddamn fool again. Ladies, buckle up. You know, they're going to, you know, do what men do. The springtime is coming. Summertime is coming. If you can make it through the summer. Me and my niece just talked about this the other day. She's like, auntie, you made it through the first year of hell. Now, it's it's funny because if the first year was heaven, we'd be concerned about the hell. But I'm like, man, listen, I've been to hell. This ain't it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm good. But I don't ever want people to think that because you see something on the Internet that that is the standard. I don't want a G-Wagon. That's not, I, I would never, even if even if I wanted it, I wouldn't go buy it. That is not the body style that I like. It's not something that I like. We discuss financial matters. I would never want him to just go get me a truck and then pull up with it. I'd be like, um, did we, this is not the trim. Thank you. But, like, do you see what I mean? So we don't make financial decisions like that. But if someone else is in a position where they can make financial decisions like that, that's what's up. As a man, you shouldn't care. Get your weight up so that you can make the financial decisions that look nice for you. Right now, it was tough because it was a tough year of COVID, travel restrictions and shit like that, because normally you could have just flew abroad down to, to, to Miami, had dinner, and flew back. Women like stuff like that. Be original. You know, if she's only worth the candy and the balloons or if that's all you can afford, you have to do what's specific for y'all. Sometimes it's jewelry. Sometimes, so don't knock other people if that's not what's in your realm of ramification. Let people, especially black people, especially black men, show their love to other people. That is a part of being vulnerable. You know, the vulnerability that y'all say that we don't allow y'all to have, part of being vulnerable is showing your finances, showing I love this woman so much. That's really what an engagement ring is. An engagement ring is really a show of financially, this is what I can afford to make this woman my wife. Now, we can get into the reason it's supposed to be two-and-a-half-month salary, and now that we're in a recession, three-and-a-half-month salary, but I'll go into the history of all that another time. It has nothing to do with a woman being a gold digger. It had to do with when people, when we had to go out, and you know, men and women had to be separated after the Great Depression, especially Italians and Jews, and they – went, you know, to the West Coast to pillage for, for, you know, metal and coins, they would buy the woman, believe it or not, a very nice diamond so that if they couldn't come back for two months, because that's why it was two and a half salary, if they couldn't come back for two and a half months because they would send money every month, they would take that ring and pawn it. They did the same thing for the military. So the two and a half months wasn't because, you know, they were just trying to show out. It was to say, okay, this is what we're making. Take And they bought good quality diamonds. Why do you think that De Beers and a lot of the other uh, diamond places are owned by the people that it's owned by? Jews. Because they weren't allowed to own anything. So you put somebody in a position they can't own anything, what do they do? Oh, I don't own it, but I can sell it. Right? You don't know where the mines are. We do. 
you invade countries, you do all these things. So you have a ring that's worth two and a half months salary. It's enough to feed your kids until you can come home, if he ever came home. Our men were dying in these, you know, camps and in these, um, these mining camps and in mountains and things like that which is the reason women had to go to work. It wasn't just women's lib. It was because our husbands were off at war or they were off working someplace else. And after we pawned everything that we could pawn, this is why we bought quality vehicles, quality everything, okay? Them invisible set diamonds and shit that y'all buying and shit like that, that's cool if that's what you can afford and that's what she likes. But I'd rather take quality over the quantity, okay? Y'all ain't even seen my ring. Shit, I ain't seen it in a minute either. But the point of the matter is, is that stop barking on black men as a black man because he's doing something that you feel he wouldn't do. It doesn't mean he's a simp because he loves his woman. It means he's being loved and you're not. Man, I'm going to just get my girl this. I'm going to just get my girl that. That's probably why she cheats. That's probably why she, like, fucked your uncle or some shit because that is your mentality. This whole, like, misogynistic, like, everybody should bend over backwards because that's what your mom did, okay? That's what your mom did. You're not marrying your mother. That is not the goal in life. The goal is to marry women that encompass certain qualities of your mother, right? But the goal is never to marry your mother. The goal is never for me to marry my father. The goal is to marry things that, you know, this man encompasses things for my father, So when we talk about black men being vulnerable, let them show love. Let them show how they feel about a woman. If they decide to go break the bank, it wouldn't be the first fucking time y'all went bank or overdrafted your fucking account. Overdraft your account on a woman is an investment. A relationship is an investment. A man is an investment. If I invest into my man and I say, this is how I make you feel, this is how I make you look, this is how I want you to remember this day, it's going to be really hard for him to move past that if something happens. That's what being an adult is about. It's, it's, it's curating spaces for each other. I ain't got no problem spending no money on a man that I love or that I like, okay? I don't because money comes, money goes. Good men don't. And all good men ain't perfect men either, okay? So while y'all sitting out here, and I've seen you men, I'm, I'm ashamed of you in the comments, like, damn, you know, he could have took that money and did this. You know, y'all sitting up here telling money bad, yo, he should have did something else. I mean, if you didn't get no roses for Valentine's Day, just say that. And I think the problem is a lot of you men want to be treated like women. You want to be spoiled, but you don't want to spoil nobody. That's not how that shit works. Go get you a slave then. And I thought we was past that, okay? Men need to learn reciprocity. Men need to learn a love that doesn't require you to trick on a woman first. If you started with the money, it's going to end with the money. But if you started with just, hey, how you doing? Let's go grab a coffee. Let's do this. Let's do that. Shit, back in my day, men used to pull up in hoopties. They didn't pull up in a real car. They pulled up in hoopties just to see, like, where your mind was at. Okay? They pulled up just to see where your mind was at. Okay? But, you know, then y'all want to be mad because you got a gold digger. Well, shit, you, you was advertising the gold. What the fuck she thought she was going to do? Man, I only want to have sex with me. Well, you was advertising the goods. Hey, pull your titties out. I love it. I love to see it. I love all y'all nasty shit. I love it. But don't be mad with it. it sends the wrong message. 
So maybe we wear a button-up first, show the titties later. On my, I think like third or fourth day, my titty fell out at the table. We was at dinner, you know. But hey, you know, all is well. And we still didn't have a sexualized relationship until months later. But y'all, you know what I do love to see is I do love to see y'all in love. That is one of my favorite things. I love to see the black boy joy. I love to see the black man magic. And I think Ladies, we are nailing it this year with making our men feel vulnerable. I think that, and vulnerability is not crying. I think that we are curating spaces for our men where they feel like they can truly be loved. And I think that when it's written all over your face, it's written all over his face, the love is there. Now you just got to do the work. Written all over your face. Yo, Larry, man, you think you can sing this song today? But no man,